hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be with you this hour playing 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We'll start today with a song that was known to millions of radio listeners in the late 1940s as the theme song of the Phil Harris and Alice Faye radio program, but the song actually goes back about a quarter of a century earlier. It's called Sunday, and I'd wager that the most famous recording of it from the 1920s was made by Gene Goldkett's orchestra with Big Spiderbeck in the band. They made it on October 15th, 1926, but we'll hear a version waxed about a week earlier for the Regal label by Sam Lannan's orchestra featuring vocalist Irving Kaufman from about October 5th of 1926. Here is think it bests the Gene Goldkett recording, but it certainly stands well on its own. Sam Lannan's Troubadours, their rendition of 
Sunday from early October of 1926. Such a catchy tune and a really delightful arrangement. I like that record. And it welcomes you and me to this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'm playing 78 RPM records from the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, and 40s here today. And we've got all kinds of good stuff in the hour ahead. I'm so glad you could tune in and join me. Over the recent holiday, I was visiting with family down in Virginia and uh, spent an evening listening to recordings by Stan Freeberg <laughs> with my brother Adam. We were uh, having a good time listening to things like John and Marsha and Dragnet and uh, Stan Freeberg's wonderful takeoff on the Lawrence Welk show called Wonderful, Wonderful. And in that record, he says, uh, I will now play a medley based on the names of a girls. And so that gave me the inspiration for this next set. We will hear three songs based on the names of girls played by some trad jazz bands of the 1940s. First, from Australia, recorded in Melbourne, we'll hear Will McIntyre's jazz band on an ampersand record, number seven, their rendition of Josephine, a tune written by Wayne King and Burke Bivens back in about, what, 1930. We'll follow that with another Australian band recorded in Sydney, in April of 1947, Graham Bell and his Dixieland jazz band will play Tessa's Blues. It's an Australian regal xenophone record, G25117, the tune composed by Roger Bell. And we'll wrap up the set back here in the States, down in New Orleans, with Bunk Johnson's band, a recording made in May of 1945, a great tune by Benny Davis, Con Conrad, and J. Russell Robinson. You'll probably recognize it. It's called Margie. But to start the set, here's Will McIntyre's jazz band, Josephine.
a set having really nothing to do with either Lawrence Welk or Stan Freeberg, but still all songs based on the names of the girls, <laughs> beginning with Will McIntyre's jazz band and Josephine, followed by Graham Bell and his Dixieland jazz band with Tessa's Blues, and wrapping up with Bunk Johnson's band and Margie. As I say, all of those inspired by a listening session over the Christmas holiday with my brother Adam down in Virginia. On Christmas morning, I got a present from Adam. I opened it up and found what I thought were a couple of hand towels. Uh, I think he saw the puzzled look on my face and he prompted me to think about it for a moment. I looked at them and observed a polka dot pattern on these towels. And after reflecting on it for a few more moments, it occurred to me these were, in fact, polka dot rags. (laughs) And the hip among you will know that the opening theme here on the Shellac Stack every week is the polka dot rag as played by Noble Sissel and his International Orchestra. So my thanks to Adam for the terrific Shellac Stack-themed gift, and I am using those towels in our kitchen. They work wonderfully to dry our hands after doing dishes, so thank you, Adam, for the polka dot rags. He said they were quite hard to find. Apparently nobody wants polka dot patterns anymore. Well, let's continue now with a record made in 1936 by a young Charlie Barnett, back when he was still spelling his last name on record labels as B-A-R-N-E-T-T. He would eventually drop the second T. This is on the Melatone label, number 6-07-12. Robert Parks is the vocalist. The tune is called My First Thrill. Thank you. 
You probably recognize the tune as Lady Be Good, but I wouldn't fault you if you had difficulty identifying the orchestra. It wasn't especially distinctive sounding, but still a solid band led by Frankie Trumbauer. Yeah, Frankie Trumbauer and his orchestra on the Varsity label 8269 from February 23rd, 1940. We preceded that with a pretty nice record by Count Basie's orchestra on the Columbia label 35448 that was called Easy Does It. In the band, Buck Clayton on trumpet, Vic Dickinson on trombone, Lester Young in there on sax, Joe Jones on drums, a whole raft of really good folks on that record. And we started the set with Charlie Barnett and his orchestra on the Melotone label in May of 1936, My First Thrill, Robert Parks, the vocalist there. If you're just tuning in, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, a little no-frills program on which I play 78 RPM records of the early 20th century. Big bands, dance bands, vocalists, jazz, country, blues, a little bit of classical now and then. Uh, Really, we try to make it a a pretty fun hodgepodge on each program. And today, maybe a little bit more jazz and dance band focused than usual, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. We'll continue now with something a little different. We're going to head to Stockholm, Sweden, a record made there on March 8th, 1949 by organist Reinhold Svensson. This is on the Tono label, number 3022. It's a rag written back in the early teens by Udal Bowman called the 12th Street Rag. It had enjoyed a revival just months before this record was made in that famous Capitol recording by Pee Wee Hunt and his band. Uh, I think you'll enjoy Reinhold Svensson's version on the Hammond organ. After that, a vaudeville team known as Hum and Strum, a recording from 1948. Who were Hum and Strum? Uh, Guys named Thomas Courier and Max Zides. This is on the Stellar label, 1012. The tune, going back to about 1930, is called Walking My Baby Back Home. And then we'll wrap up this set with Ethel Merman, alongside Al Goodman's orchestra on the Liberty Music Shop label from February 22nd, 1939. This is it. Yeah, that's the name of it. This is it. But to start us off, here's Reinhold Svensson, 12th Street Rag. Thank you. 
Gee, it's great after being up late, walking my baby back home. Arm in arm over meadow and farm, walking my baby back home. We go long harmonizing a song, all round reciting a poem. Clouds go by and they give me the eye, walking my baby back home. We stop for a while. She gives me a smile and snuggles her head to my chest. We start into pet, and that's when I get her talcum all over my vest. After I kind of straighten my tie, she has to borrow my comb. One kiss, then I continue again, walking my baby back home. Bye. 
in my eyes Oh, it fills me up To such a height To know this is so very real and right And I thought love passed me by But I must admit This is it Oh, From the musical production Stars in Your Eyes, the unmistakable voice of Ethel Merman with Al Goodman and his orchestra, the song This Is It, recorded in New York on February 22, 1939, and issued on Liberty Music Shop L255. Okay, up next, I have what appears to be two copies of the exact same record. It's Clarion 5213-C, and these things are virtually identical. Both labels credit the Rumba Orchestra playing The Peanut Vendor, a song that was extraordinarily popular in early 1931. You simply could not escape it. (laughs) It was in movies, it was on radio, it was on scads and scads of records. I'm sure I must have at least a dozen different recordings of this around. Evidently what happened is Columbia brought in Fred Rich and his orchestra with vocalist Elmer Feldkamp to record it, on January 7, 1931, for issue on their budget series of labels, Clarion, Harmony, Velvet Tone, and the like. And the record did come out, but somebody at Columbia wasn't too happy with Elmer Feldkamp's vocal, because in the Columbia logbook, his name is scratched out, and it says, Rejected Singing. So, two months later, on March 9, 1931, Columbia brought in Harry Reeser and his orchestra with Tom Stax, to record The Peanut Vendor again. They retained the same matrix number, 151188, just giving it a new take. And this came out under the exact same label and evidently stayed in the catalog a bit longer. So if you went to your record store in early 1931 and bought Clarion 5213, you had a chance of getting the Fred Rich version or a chance of getting the Harry Reeser version. And as we will hear, they are actually fairly different. Uh, but still obviously the same tune. So let's listen to both of them back-to-back now. First, the Fred Rich recording from January 7th, followed by the Harry Reeser version from March 9th. 
both of 1931 and both of the peanut vendor. Thank you. 
a bag of peanuts now before you sleep. Oh, lady, do not close your door. You really could not ask for more. For peanuts you will long for later on. Too late the peanut bender will be gone. And then I'm sure you will grieve so. For a song that is so simple and so repetitive, (laughs) it doesn't get on my nerves, as I might expect it would. It actually stays fairly fresh after repeated listenings, at least to me. Maybe if we lined up five or six of those in a row, I might change my tune. But in any case, that was The Peanut Vendor, played first by Fred Rich's orchestra, followed by Harry Reeser's orchestra. Both of those recordings issued on Clarion 5213-C. Okay, how about some dance music from 1929 now? We'll hear from Jay Wilbur and his orchestra recording made in London in September of 1929. Tom Barrett, the vocalist, on a great De Silva Brown and Henderson song, Button Up Your Overcoat. It's been quite chilly here in Pittsburgh of late, and so I thought we would button up our overcoat. It's Dominion A186. After that, we'll slow it down with Frank Froba and his boys doing a tune by Clarence Williams and Lucy Fletcher called The Sugar Blues. You'll probably recognize it. Decca 23601 from October of 1943. And wrapping up this set, something a little hotter from the California Ramblers in 1926. It's Columbia 704-D, Me Too. And listen for the clarinets imitating a Hawaiian steel guitar. It's quite effective. You might swear you're hearing a steel guitar, but no, it's the clarinets. Starting off the set now, here's Jay Wilbur and his orchestra, Button Up Your Overcoat. Button up your overcoat when the wind is free. Take good care of yourself, you belong to me. Eat an apple every day, get to bed by three. Take good care of yourself, you belong to me. Be careful crossing streets, ooh. Don't eat meats, ooh. Cut out sweets, ooh. You'll get a pain and ruin your tum-tum. Keep away from bootleg hooch when you're on the street. Take good care of yourself, you belong to me.
sit on hornet's tails, ooh, or on nails, ooh, or third rails, ooh. You'll get the pain and ruin your tum-tum. Don't go out with college boys when you're on the spree. Take good care of yourself, you belong to me.
well-loved copy of Columbia 704-D, Me Too, played by the California Ramblers from July 20th, 1926. Maybe one of these days I'll find a little bit better conditioned copy of that, but in the meantime, I think this one still has a little life left in it. Before that, Frank Froba and his boys in 1943, the Sugar Blues, and starting off the set, Jay Wilbur and his orchestra in 1929, Button Up Your Overcoat. I have one more record for you today, but before we get to that, a reminder that if you're enjoying the shellac stack, I encourage you to tell your family and friends about it if you think it's something they might enjoy as well. And if you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, shellacstack, all one word, at gmail.com. Feel free to send along your comments, suggestions, or requests, or just drop me a note and say hi. I love to hear from you. I love to know where people are listening to the program from. So again, shellacstack at gmail.com. And now our last record of the day will come to us from King Oliver and his band, billed as the Savannah Syncopators on Brunswick 3373, a recording made in Chicago on May 29, 1926. Something a little hot to finish off. It's called Wah Wah Wah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Brunswick records of the early electric era are not known for their excellent sound quality. Most of them tend to be boxy and somewhat distorted, but this one seems to be even more than usual. I guess King Oliver's band was just too hot for those Brunswick microphones to handle. Wah 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 is the name of that record from May of 1926, and it brings to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I thank you very much for the pleasure of your company this hour. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I hope you'll join me again next time when we'll do it all over again. In the meantime, take care. Bye-bye.